You are now listening to LFL Talk with Adri and Marcus. Hello and welcome to this special Legends Cup episode of LFL Talk. I'm your host, Adri Mallows. Joining me, as always, is... Marcus Henson, how are you, sir? I am good. We are here. Legends Cup is nearly upon us. I know. I am uber excited. What can I say? (laughs) Legends Cup is here. I'm in America. I am, as The Rock would say, home. (laughs) (laughs) I... As I would say, I'm embarrassed. But I'm, I'm still good to see. <laughs> and what was the other thing you would also say? Like you said when we landed, <laughs> you are. I'm good. I'm good. I am. I, I'm happy to be here. You don't want to repeat what you said, then, no. I am not repeating what I'm saying. No. No. We've got a show to do. Indeed, we have. So. It being the Legends Cup and obviously being the biggest event of the year, we've decided to bring you two episodes. Firstly, this Legends Cup preview show uh, where we'll be breaking down the Legends Cup itself and also be joined by a couple of the players who will be taking part in the Legends Cup itself. And then once we're back home, we will be breaking down the Legends Cup final itself, our trip to Seattle, and again, having a couple of post-game interviews with players from the final. With that said, we will be back after this short break with the first of our guests. Like your favorite LFL players and teams and receive breaking news stories. The LFL's official Facebook page, facebook.com slash LFL. LFL Mobile, giving you access to the gridiron goddesses of the LFL with exclusive photos, videos, live game reporting, and fan promotions. LFL Mobile, download on your Android or iPhone. It gives me great pleasure to introduce our first guest, one of your favorites, one of our favorites, Heather Rockstar. Welcome back to the show, Heather. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me, as always. It's our pleasure. Now, you're starting to become a bit of a dab hand at this. I'm starting to think you're either after mine or Marcus's job. But the shoe fits. <laughs> Why not? Well, that means I'm out of a job, because let's face it, I've got no competition there, man. <laughs> I can compete with Rockstar. <laughs> I don't know. Keep up your innuendos, Marcus, and I think you'll, you'll be safe. Don't worry. Yeah. Now, Heather, you find yourself here at the Legends Cup again for a third time. How does it feel to be going for a three-peat? It's awesome. You know, coming back with two championships is huge. And everybody always says the third is the toughest. So, you know, Seattle's a good team. We're just going to kind of have to see if our game plan works like it's supposed to and and how well prepared they are. I hate to bring this up, but you've, you've, you've come under a lot of criticism this year about being a glorified wildcat quarterback. I mean... Does any of that media attention actually like affect your preparation? Or, I mean, how do you come into the game like that? I don't see myself as a conventional quarterback. So the fact that I get called, you know, a wildcat quarterback at best or whatever the criticisms are, it doesn't bother me one bit because it's been the same for the past five years. So as long as I come out and have a good performance and our team wins, that's essentially all I care about. So, you know, you can criticize all you want. A completion's a completion. I don't care how ugly it is. And a win's a win. How about the the bomb to Ali in the in the championship game? I mean, that was that's that's more than conventional, I'd say. That play actually, that was my call on the field, and we were like on our own three yard line, so it was kind of risky. And you know, I told Ali the last time we had run that play, like, why did you cut the play into a post? Run a go, you'll be wide open. We kind of had a 
a back and forth yelling at each other. And then I'm like, I'm calling this again, run a go. And it was wide open and it was just such a sweet, beautiful feeling. With the game being played here in Seattle, do you think you'd be able to hear each other screaming at each other? Or do you think the crowds are going to have a, a big impact on the game? Seattle fans have always been crazy. And I've played here at the Showwear Center before, back my first season, and it's a smaller venue that they always pack. So it's always been difficult to hear each other. And I'm sure that tonight's going to be no different. We wanted to get your opinions. Now, you've had cameras following you all year round um, recording the reality series. And we wanted to know what's been your favorite moment of that? I think once I watch the series, I'll be able to then say that was by far my favorite moment. But at this point, like, I don't even remember all of the things that they've filmed or all of the things that have happened because it's just been so meshed into one. So I think once it comes out pretty quickly here, I'll be able to see some things that maybe I forgot about. Well, we'll see how good you are at uh, picking some other things. Cause we're going to finish off on a slightly lighter note and maybe get you to uh, dish the dirt on some teammates, as it were. Who would you Ooh. say is the worst dresser in the team? The worst dresser? Yeah, so like the worst dress sense. Oh my goodness. Um, Coach Hack? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he no, takes hours picking his dress. I love Coach Hack. Um, I, I don't know that I could criticize anyone else's dress because I don't know that I'm the most fashionable. <laughs> Somebody that's probably the most opposite of the way I dress. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I mean, Sometimes. I see most of the girls in football clothes. So, you know, in our pads and, and our pads and our skivvies, I mean, what they call uniforms, but... Not even if you go out for a few drinks, is there someone that always dresses a little bit? <laughs> scandalous, a little scandalous, a little provocative. I mean, Telly is so scandalous. Chantel Taylor is the most scandalous, but somehow she pulls off outfits that I could not in my wildest dreams ever put together and she pulls them off so her her fashion and her sense of style is probably most opposite mine yes okay then on a game day who would you say takes the longest to get ready Ooh, christelle takes a really long time but sometimes she's ready to go i feel like dina's always getting ready she's always fixing her hair redoing her makeup you know, but she doesn't wear a lot of makeup, but she's always primping and checking herself out and redoing our eye black or whatever it is. So, I mean, we're all girls. We all take a long time to get ready. <laughs> That's fair enough. Well, the one final one to finish off with. If you could be stranded on a desert island with any one of your teammates, which one would it be? Allie, because she is a scavenger. She is a lot like me, but she is a scavenger. And she, as well as I, will do what it takes to survive. We are hunters, gatherers, and we will eat bugs, and we will make fire, and I don't know, create some hammocks. Yeah. As always, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Heather. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Audrey, Marcus, as always, thank you so much. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. International Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. First, head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Second, use hashtag podcast day to join in the conversation. Remember September 30th. Now, let's start the conversation. Marcus, before we get on to our second guest. Let's talk about our first few days here in Seattle. What's your experience been like, my friend? How have you been enjoying this fine city? 
you know what? This is a hell of a city. This is beautiful. Out yesterday in Pike's Place, doing a few touristy stuff. I'm loving it here. Yeah, the fish throwing there that goes on in Pike's Place, that was quite spectacular to watch, wasn't it? Yeah, that and the, the live music and stuff. It was kind of like Camden Market, I mean, but on like condensed Steroids. with multiple, <laughs> multiple floors. It's kind of weird, but um, yeah, and then we found a great Irish bar. You're talking about the Blarney Stone on First the Avenue. The Blarney Stone. <laughs> the yeah, Witch Stone? absolutely. The Blarney Stone. Ah, to be I sure. I apologise to all our Irish listeners. Uh, that was awful. Yeah, sorry, we apologise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us can, buddy. But, you know, you've got to give it a try anyway. Um, but don't forget also, when we were at Pike's Place, we went into the microbrewery and had lunch there as well, didn't we? Oh, my God, yes. All our American fans, you guys can, can brew up some good stuff over here. Yeah, the IPAs uh, were very nice. And obviously being in a microbrewery as well made for a very nice setting for a little lunch and the WNBA game as well that we went to on uh, on Friday night. It's been awesome. Let's leave our tourist shenanigans to one tourist side for now. Yeah. Sorry, we guys, have, so we won't brag about <laughs> We can't help it. You know, we're, we're excited about what we've done so All far. Right. And, you know, bearing in mind, we probably only have a couple of hours before we need to get ready for the awards. We should probably roll this along quite smoothly. Yeah, so, might help. <laughs> looking ahead to the Legends Cup tomorrow, Marcus, we're going to get all serious now. Mm. How can Seattle win the Legends Cup? Uh, good question. Um, for me, I mean, it sounds obvious. You've got to stop the Ferrari because the fact is she will she will run you over. And sometimes, as we saw, Atlanta need four people to try and tackle her. Um, and even that didn't work. You know, you've got to stop her running because, of course, if they can establish the run, all they're asking Heather to do is just manage the game. And you know what? We know she's a great game manager. She can do that. And the defense, you've got to stop the Chicago D because they've got one of the best defenses out there. Uh, the offensive line for Seattle has got to be so strong. I mean, KK's done all right this year when we've seen her when she's been in trouble and like sort of like uh, Kim Chase or, or Naja Christmas or, you know, she's been under pressure. She's been managed to get out of it and she has managed to use her legs. But we've seen her stay in the pocket and take some hell of a hits. And, you know, that passing game with Brim Render, that's got to come good, I think. The the run game with Stevie Schnorr, they've sort of cut that down a bit. I'd like to see a little bit more of that. I know they brought in, in Mele Gilmore as a sort of change up back. But I'd like to see a look like them try and almost replicate that way, establish the run and then let KK throw, let her move outside the pocket so they can get uh, play action going with that run. Uh, it's, that's that's going to be the key to the game. It sounds really simple when I put it like that. Establish the run and then open up play action and in the reverse, stop Chicago's run <laughs> and uh, and limit the defensive pressure. But uh, you know what? These, these are the two best teams in the league really going toe-to-toe. I'm expecting lots of points. I'm expecting it almost to be a shootout. So for me, Seattle Mist have got to stay ahead of the points margin. If they're going to go, they've got to go punch for punch. Um, every time um, Chicago score, you know what? they got to go straight down the field and score themselves. <laughs> Only got to score, Only stop got the to. other team from scoring and score some more. Is that your <laughs> expert opinion on how they win? That's the my expert opinion. You know, if they score more points than the other team, they might win. Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, bold statements crazy. there. As How always, crazy from the is that? <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned KK in, in what you're saying there for how Seattle are going to win the game because for me, I'm going to come on now to how I think Chicago can win this game. And Chicago defense, the first key for me is to keep KK in the pocket. We know how great an athlete she is and we know what she can do when she runs with the ball or when she's running away from the pressure. You keep her in the pocket and unfortunately, I hate to say it, but you use her height against her. Obviously, she's only 5'2". Most of the linemen are at least sort of 5'6 upwards. So it kind of makes vision down the field impaired. Not just that, 
I think because so many people are focused on the Chicago run game, we saw in that championship game against Atlanta, Fur can throw the deep pass, she can unleash the fur bomb to Alberts. <laughs> and that's what we're going to call it, I think. The fur bomb. The fur bomb. I hear that's quite a popular term for it in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> It's like dropping the mic, but only it's dropping the fur bomb. But the play action, the deep pass to Alberts or the deep pass to Fennell. So either way, that could work and really take Seattle by surprise. It's going to be a great game, though. It's going to be won and lost in the trenches, isn't it? I think that's the big thing. I still say that they've got one of the best defensive lines in a game, Chicago. Um, When you've got Yashi and Chantel, uh, you team that up with Neka. Neka's done amazing this year, as far as, in my opinion, for her development, because she's come from pretty much nobody, and now she's quite a a central linchpin in that defence. So for me, when you back that up with Heather Fern and Ali Alberts, that's a formidable run-stopping you know, attack right there. And then they've got really good pass coverage because we know Ali can play um, safety, like proper sort of free safety going back there. And then you've got Dominic Collins, you've got DeAndre Fry on the other side. If you can simplify the Seattle Mist offense, like take away something, take away the run game, or take away KK's ability to get outside, then you will make them into a one-trick pony. That's how Chicago are going to win this. And then do what they do best on offense. Run that ball. Run that ball and then just have Heather control the game. I think that's enough from us. You know, we've said our piece on on how we think the Legends Cup's going to play out. Will it be 3P or will it be the first time championship for Seattle? Who knows? We'll find out soon enough, won't we, fella? You know what? I am buzzing. I'm so buzzing for Sunday right now. And I think you should keep that excitement because when we come back, we will have our next guest. The world's fastest growing sport arrives to YouTube. Legends Football League. Break their confidence. Keep breaking their confidence. They've got nothing. They want to brawl. They don't want to play football. Intensity. Beauty. Subscribe to this channel and gain access into locker rooms inside the huddle. Get to know your favorite players. The one thing I want to do is just make everyone happy. Give 100%. And only games in high definition. Subscribe and never miss out on LFL Action. This is Lauren Ziegler with the Atlanta Steam, and you're listening to the LFL Talk with Adrian Marcus. How does an athlete reach the pinnacle of the LFL? Performance training. Focus. Yet ever active. In their community. Film study. Practice. In superb condition. Leading a healthy lifestyle. I'm an LFL athlete. Are you? Joining us on the show now is one of the nominees for Rookie of the Year and cornerback for the Seattle Mist, Katie Findling. Welcome to the show, Katie. Thanks for having me, guys. It's our absolute pleasure. Katie, we've just got a couple of questions for you. Uh, as this is your first year in the league, I mean, how did you get involved with the sport and the Seattle Mist? Well, I've been playing sports my whole life. I played college softball, and then after that, I played some recreational flag football. And I've always loved football, and when I moved up to Seattle last year, I think I found out on Facebook or something and found out about this lingerie team. And I was like, what is this? I was like, this has got to be a joke. 
But I heard about a tryout, so I went and got into it. Now, at those tryouts, you would have met some of your new teammates, and some of the players can be described as the best players in the league. What's it been like playing alongside them this year and and have they helped yourself and all the other rookies out? It's been an awesome opportunity at the beginning of the season. We um, were all kind of newer. There wasn't a lot of veterans returning. And then we had Danica and KK and Bryn and some other girls come in. And, you know, it's been a great experience. There's a lot to learn from players like Danica and KK. KK is a good quarterback. I've been able to look at her and how she is as an offensive player because I played quarterback a little bit and I've learned a lot from her, from Danica. She has great tackling skills. She's a very good player on both sides of the ball and it's just something to look up to and it gets me excited because I want to grow in the sport and I want to be the best that I can be and that's definitely what those two girls strive to do um, and so other veterans like freaking Jessica she's an all-star too our her team is just stacked and I just with athletes like girls that love the sport and it's just been a good opportunity a good learning opportunity. You mentioned there being the best you could be. Now, this year, you've already been nominated for Rookie of the Year, and now you find Mm -hmm. yourself in the Legends Cup. I mean, how's that feel? It's crazy because it's my rookie season, so I'm new. And then you have girls like KK, Danica, and Jessica who have been in it the whole six years, and they haven't even made it up to this point. And so for me to be at this point, it's an awesome opportunity and I, I, yeah, I'm just big on being the best I can be. So I, I am always pushing myself to be better. And this is definitely one of those opportunities to push myself to be the best I can be is by playing with the best and against the best in the Legends Cup. Now, just to finish off with being the pregame show, we wanted to lighten the mood a little bit and finish off with a couple of slightly different questions. Uh, firstly, right. who would you say is the biggest party animal on the team? The biggest party animal? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Name and shame um, time. <laughs> uh, the, hopefully they're not listening. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of livelihood on the team. Party animal like crazy girl. Or are we talking about that? Uh, yeah, it could be that if you wish. Yeah. Or just whoever normally is the last one propping up the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Megan Hansen. Megan, uh, that girl, we've uh, had some fun times together, but she's an awesome girl. She's, yeah, we have a lot of fun. So probably Megan. I'll, I'll say Megan. She's going to hate me later, but all right. Yeah, we'll only tag her in the show. That'll be fine. So she knows that you said it. It's okay. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> We know she listens as well because she told us the other day. So, you know, no chance. You're off scot free. (laughs) Oh, perfect. So, I tell you what, I put put yourself on the spot. If you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be? Mm, One word? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, We like to put people on the spot. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) It's not really one word, a team player. I'll I'll say that team player. I like that. We're going to accept that. I think. Yep. I think we can. Judge says that's fine. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And one final one as well to to drop your teammates in it. Uh, Who takes the longest to get ready on game day? Uh, Probably Danica. (laughs) (laughs) She's always doing her touch ups. Like you, uh, it's just funny. Like she's always like touching up the you know the eye black that she does. And uh, yeah, probably Danica. For sure. (laughs) Thank you very much for joining us on the show today, Katie, and good luck with the final. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. 
Spanhead Productions are a small independent sound recording company based in rural Hertfordshire. We specialise in creating content for all your podcasting needs, whether it be field recordings, fox pops, or capturing the atmosphere during social events. Editing is a very time-consuming job, so Spanhead Productions are on hand to take away some of the burden for you. Just advise us on how you'd like your content to sound, and we will do the rest. We can even help you design and manage a website for your podcast too. Visit us now, spanheadproductions.weebly.com. That's spanheadproductions.weebly.com. Well, that wraps it up from the first half of our Legends Cup show. Myself and Marcus are going to go and spruce ourselves up, shine ourselves up real nice, get suited and a la booted for the LFL Awards later on this evening. As always, a big thank you to my co-host, Marcus Henson, our guests, Katie and Heather, of course, our producer, Mark from Spamhead Productions, Until we get back in the UK and the Legends Cup is but a distant memory, stay safe, take care, and thanks for stopping by. (laughs) 